We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mind on My Money podcast presented by Pinnacle Trust. Hosted by RebelGrove.com publisher Neil McCrady and Pinnacle Trust financial guru Martin Palomo, the Mind on My Money podcast tackles the financial questions we're all thinking about. From paying for college to saving for retirement, from life insurance needs to 401ks and everything in between. The goal is to help you take the stress out of financial concerns and give you some tips to enjoy life while your mind is on your money. Now here are your hosts, Neil McCrady. And Martin Paloma. Welcome into another edition of Mind on My Money, presented by Pinnacle. I'm Neil McCready. Martin Palomo joins me from Parts Unknown. He's on the road somewhere. That's all I know. <laughs> so I'm uh, Carmen San Diego. Oh, he's in San Diego. There you go. Or are you? No, uh, you're no, not I'm, San Diego. I'm Carmen San Diego. Carmen not Sandy. San I would love to be in San Diego. I would too. I remember Carmen San Diego. I remember that show. Yeah. No, uh, I've got clients. I've got clients. I'm visiting on the road this week okay so martin's on the road uh, we're gonna keep this pretty short today because we don't have the greatest connection in the world but martin's tied up at the end of the week and so uh, we wanted to get you a mind on my money again we're brought to you by pinnacle tell us about pinnacle in just a minute i'm gonna tell you real fast i'm coming to you from the clark ford studios that's in amory mississippi clark ford is 662-257-1900 that number uh martin what's going on uh at pinnacle before we get rolling with some of the news of the day man just um we're back in action man uh I'll tell you one cool little side story. Uh, It's really cool when we hear from our listeners. Um, And I I had a chat with one of our listeners earlier today and um, his story. And I guess my story kind of lined up a little bit. Uh, But anyway, it was really cool to, to hear uh, one, how much he enjoys listening to the show, but then two, like some of the stuff that we talk about that people may just think is kind of throwaway things, especially some things that don't relate to, uh, specifically to finance but he was like dude i appreciate you guys talking about some of the stuff you guys talk about you know about fatherhood and stuff like that and uh he's like it was, it was really cool to, to listen to so i was like all right man i mean not that i needed someone to co-sign on me taking us on tangents but it was it was really cool and uh you know we might be able to help his family out um which will be which would be pretty cool too so it's always great to hear from our listeners and man he's uh he's been listening for a while and he reached out to us the same way that you know, we ask folks to do it, which is kind of uh, either email us at info at com, or you can reach us old school telephone 601-957-0323. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's always great to get positive feedback. And I'm glad that sometimes when we talk about stuff that 
it's not really about finances that people appreciate it because yeah. we're getting ready to sort of do it now. Although I've maintained <laughs> this all along that regardless of your political bent, politics do do absolutely impact your finances. 100%. The end. Uh, whenever politics are involved, you expenses and uh, uh, budgets and um, taxes, taxes and, and interest Spending. rates and all of those things. Interest rates happen. Yes. And, and those things absolutely do impact your life, whether you realize it or, or not. Um, in case you've been hiding under a rock, you probably uh, have, if you've been under a rock, you don't know that uh, the former president, Donald Trump has been uh, four times indicted uh, over the last several months. He's facing dozens of criminal charges in four different uh, potential trials. One that is scheduled for January, another scheduled for March. Whether those happen or not, I don't remains to be seen. I don't know. Uh, today, President Biden, who defeated former President Trump in 2020, may have run into his own set of issues, not legal, but on the impeachment side. Dateline Washington in the Wall Street Journal is where I'm reading this from. Headline, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy launches formal Biden impeachment inquiry. McCarthy says allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. White House says probe marks extreme politics at its worst. <laughs> yeah. Pot, meat, kettle. Kettle, meat, pot. Uh, Hello. This is, you guys are cousins. By, this is written by Siobhan uh, Hughes and Katie Steck Farrick. Dateline Washington. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, said House committees would open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Biden, ramping up GOP efforts to unearth any evidence of wrongdoing ahead of the 2024 elections. The move gives the GOP more muscle to scrutinize the White House, but also carries risk for Republicans whose hard right members have been pushing McCarthy for months for such a probe, while others have expressed doubts about the wisdom of such attack and whether it could bring blowback at the ballot box about concrete evidence of wrongdoing by the president. McCarthy said House Republicans, quote, have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption, end quote. In a brief statement to reporters, he said Republicans, quote, are committed to getting the answers for the American public, end quote. Republicans have been looking into whether President Biden played a role in or benefited from House Overseas uh, Business Affairs. I was making sure that uh, I was making sure I was recording, making sure we were still good. We're good. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes that does happen. It looked a little funny there for a second, so I was making sure we're good. The Wall Street Journal has reported on how the younger Biden increased his foreign business dealings, receiving a discounted stake in a private equity firm in China and consulting arrangements with the Romanian real estate magnate as his father exited the vice presidency. The White House has said that President Biden, the presumptive Democratic nominee for 2024, wasn't a party to his son's business affairs and has done nothing wrong. No evidence has emerged to show President Biden benefited from his son's international commercial endeavors, nor that he wielded government authority to favor them. 
White House spokesman Ian Sams said months of GOP investigations have, quote, turned up no evidence of wrongdoing and that the impeachment probe marks extreme politics at its worst, end quote. The announcement came as McCarthy is yet again walking a tightrope in managing his razor-thin majority in the House, where he can afford to lose only a handful of votes on any legislation and faces new threats to his job by restive GOP dissidents. Aside from an impeachment inquiry, some lawmakers have been pressuring him to take a tough line with Democrats in spending negotiations ahead of a potential government shutdown as soon as next month. All right, we'll stop there and dive into this. Um, I'll, I'll give my quick thought, then I'll, I'll hand you the floor. I think this is a mistake on the on the Republicans' part. Uh, I think this is an error. This is this is. On one hand, you're saying, as the Republicans, the Republicans are saying this prosecution of Donald Trump is political, and nothing but political. And that it's a political witch hunt. And so you launch one of your own. Yep. And I'm reminded of, I'm always a big cliche person because cliches stick around for a reason. Two wrongs don't equal a right. And I don't know that this is, I mean, the only way that I would find this particularly interesting, and I am, there is a theory that I am percolating in my mind, and I'm watching it as the last few weeks have gone on, because I have seen a turn in the media against the president as some of the polling data has continued to, to, to come out. That right. makes me wonder if the Republic, if the Democrats are beginning to, for the first time, acknowledge possibility in their mind that hey you know what we might not win this thing and i almost wonder if this is i don't know i don't know i don't know you, I, I, you're saying be, like a plant from the left a to, little bit if maybe you some know stuff, to be you able know. to say hey we can't run this guy because he's you know tarnished yeah. he's politically corrupt and yeah because here's the thing did look did biden know about hunter's business dealings of course he did is there evidence that is there is there innuendo that Biden was the big guy who got the 10% off the top? There's the stuff in the diaries. There's the stuff that's been said. Is there enough innuendo to believe that Joe Biden financially benefited from Hunter's overseas business dealings? Of course. Can you prove yeah. it? Can you prove it? Because if you Probably can't not. prove it, this is a stupid witch hunt. Yeah, I would say uh, probably very difficult because I imagine, you know, 10% for the big guy is not a wire to his Bank of America checking account registered to President and Mrs. Joe Biden. No, there's probably uh, some aliases. There are probably some overseas accounts. Can you find yeah. that stuff? Can you get that stuff in time to prove it for the 2024 election? Because if you yeah. can't, if this is going to look like you, you, I don't. That that would be my thing. You know, it's it's why I've I've said that for the Democrats and, and some of the polling data has backed this up. The the political witch hunt against Trump is risky. Because if the American public gets the trials, listens to the trials, watches the trials, and it will be must watch television for a lot of people and come yep. away 
there's there's one of two reactions to it. Oh my God, I can't believe he did that. I can't vote for him. Or wait, that's it. That's that's it. This is all about that. Oh, th- th- this is just a witch hunt. This is a political thing. And then people yeah. say, you the Democrats don't want to make uh, Donald Trump a, a sympathetic figure. And the Republicans don't want to make the, uh, Joe Rogan a sim- Joe Rogan, Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a Freudian I'm, slip. I was well, I was listening to Rogan earlier today. They don't want to make <laughs> Joe Biden a sympathetic figure where they're like, hey, look, you know, a lot of people have a child who's a troubled child, right? Who gets in trouble and you, you work with them and you don't, you don't want to give up on your kid. You know, even when your kid's in his fifties, you still fight for him. You hope for the best. And that's all he's doing. Yeah. That's been part of the the defense with, with Joe Biden is that, Hey, he's just a loving father, a supportive dad. And that resonates with a lot of independence and house, the proverbial soccer mom. Yep. I mean, Look, very selfishly, if there's something that, you know, I can do for Christopher or Bella or Gia, for that matter, um, you know, with the network that I have or, you know, years of building networks, oh, I'm going to do it. I hope, hopefully it benefits them. Um, I mean, not necessarily anything illegal per se, but if I can open doors for them or help them get deals done, um, I mean, I'm going to do it. So, yeah, I totally understand what you mean by it would be hard to, you know, um, or not hard. The painting him as a bad, as a bad guy, quote unquote, uh, might be difficult. And then even if it's in offshore accounts or tied up in partnerships that are offshore partnerships, you'll probably never get to who actually owns what. You know, it'll be a partnership owned by a blind trust owned by you know, set up in Bermuda or the Cook Islands and Marshall Islands. And, you know, they'll never, they'll never be able to track the 10% for the big guy. Or he might've just gotten a, a paper sack full of cash. So here's an interesting take. This is, this is a comment. This is commentary. This is a, a column in the wall street journals written by William McGunn McGurn. He writes September in Washington and the Hunter Biden scandal is in the air. The only question now is what happens first an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden's role in his son's influence peddling or a Hunter Biden indictment from a grand jury impaneled by special counsel, David Weiss. Normally Republicans might defer to law enforcement, but a politicized justice department and federal bureau of investigation have squandered the public's trust, which is true. The elevation of Mr. Weiss to special counsel has persuaded many that the fix is in, given justice gu- guidelines that say a special counsel should come from the outside. Mr. Weiss's appointment further gives President Biden the, quote, ongoing investigation, end quote, excuse for not answering questions, which could bury the issue. But the ultimate question surrounding Hunter's overseas millions from places such as China and Ukraine and whether his father was the quo for the quid his son received is political more important than seeing anyone packed off to prison is learning whether Joe Biden as vice president willfully enabled his son's schemes and twisted U S policy in the process. It may turn out that Joe Biden committed no crime, but even if he never received a nickel from his son's businesses, his cooperation and Hunter's selling of the Biden brand was corrupt. Ditto for president Biden's justice department, which reportedly sabotaged the federal investigation into Hunter. The party line is that there's no evidence that Joe Biden profited from his son's dealings. 
but the administration has stonewalled any effort to get at the truth. And the White House is now building a war room of lawyers and communication staffers to fight the investigations. It's disingenuous to argue there's no evidence while you are working overtime to thwart any evidence, any attempt to find evidence. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who is basically a vegetable, it's me, not them, uh, says impeachments should be rare because normalizing impeachment isn't good for the country. He's right. But House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is calling for an impeachment inquiry, which he says is a natural step forward based on evidence that has been uncovered by the House committees investigating oversight, judiciary, and ways and means. This includes learning that Joe Biden lied during the 2020 debates when he categorically denied Hunter was paid millions from China and said the laptop was Russian disinformation and that the then vice president had dinners with his son's business partners and spoke to them on speakerphone when Hunter called. And that, as two IRS service agents have testified, the Justice Department sandbagged an IRS investigation and that a Biden staffer emailed Hunter's business associate, Eric Schwerin, confirming that the vice president had signed off on talking points Mr. Schwerin had supplied about Burisma. All this from a man who claims he knew nothing about his son's business. I'll stop there. There's more. You should subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. It's great. Um, I come back to this overriding point all the time. I, I just cannot believe this is where we're going. We now have a Republican nominee, a presumptive nominee, Donald Trump, former president, four, four criminal investigations going on. No matter how frivolous you may think they are, that's four things he's got to get through, navigate. It is, it is not inconceivable that he could be convicted by next November. Sure. Not even remotely inconceivable. It's probably likely. And then you have a sitting president who almost certainly used his position as vice president of the United States to benefit his son financially and compromising U.S. interest in the process yep. and then authorizing the criminalization of the DOJ as president of the United States. Those are our choices. Well, and we didn't even say that it was two octogenarians. Yeah, and and that one, if he is <laughs> one, if he is reelected, will be eighty six years old at the end of his term, and the other, if he is reelected, will be either eighty two or eighty three years old at the end of his term, depending on I don't know Trump's birthday. But that's what we're looking at. Eighty, we're looking at at, at we will have a president if if it's one of these two men, and they live, we will have a president in his eighties. As 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 our president, of course, Nancy Pelosi's eighty three. She's running for reelection in next year, so she, if she wins, she'd be eighty four when she's elected to the House. You and mentioned Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's having strokes basically on air, and 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 no one says anything about it. We we it, it's incredible to me that our our system of government has gotten to a place where we are run by these ancient people while we have all of these problems and there's a a cauldron of things going on in eastern europe that could lead to world war three well <clears throat> i mean dude it's uh it's a it one it is definitely a bizarre world that we are living in um 
you know, and I know that the Republican debates, well, I mean, I guess they are showcasing some new new faces with Ramaswamy. Um, probably mo- most, po- most folks didn't really know Tim Scott. Um, and it's funny. I mean, I was actually talking to, uh, one of my buddy's daughters. She's a, she's a 10th grader, um, in Jackson and, and she is, is really plugged into kind of what's going on. Um, you know, even the youth, you know, and her comments were, you know, we've got two really old men that need to go, <laughs> need to go to the nursing home <laughs> versus the White House. And, and she's not wrong. Um, but young folks getting plugged into to what's going on. And I realize at the end of this, it's probably still going to be Trump versus Biden. Um, you know, when we get to November of next year. Um, but we do have a debate coming up at the end of the month. Uh, showcase a little bit more on the Republican side, but we probably won't see anything from the Democrats. Uh, I'm assuming we won't see anything from the Democrats from a debate-wise, at least. No, no RFK. They're they're not going to debate. He's not going to debate. And here's the thing. Politically, his political handlers are doing the right thing by not letting Biden debate. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I will say this about Trump, too. Politically, it's it's the smart move for Trump to not debate. He's got a 50-something point lead. You know, why Why throw the ball if you're up 50? Just keep running the clock. Yeah, that's right. Um, but this isn't a football game. It's a democracy. And we, we, need, we need an exchange of ideas right now. We need, we need to hear from these people. We need to see these people interact. We need to see these people on stage talking about the future of our country. Truth is, we need Joe Biden needs to debate. Donald Trump needs to debate. They both need to debate. Um, we Donald Trump needs to needs to feel the 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 fire from his Republican opponents about his, uh, his the criminal justice system. What he needs to what happens if? Um, I'd like to hear from I'd like to hear from President Biden about his health. I'd like to I'd like to see a, a, a an exam of his mental health, of his physical health, because. If something happens to him and Kamala Harris is our president, well, I view that as a problem. She she comes across to me as incompetent. So if Kamala Harris is going to be our president, well, that needs to be something we talk about. And the same with Trump. Trump's an old, an older guy. He doesn't appear to be, he appears to have tons of vigor, but he doesn't appear to be physically fit. Um, what happens if he has a heart attack? Who's his running mate? That needs to. We need to have those people debate. They need more than one debate. I mean, I, if, whoever Trump's running mate is needs to have multiple debates with Kamala Harris because the odds are one of them is going to end up being president. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. And I'd like. To I'm hear kind more. of curious. I'd like to hear more from Ron DeSantis. I'd like to hear more from Nikki Haley. I'd like to hear more from um, Vivek Ramaswamy. Although his his numbers have kind of fallen off since that first debate. I, well, I mean, a lot of things Vivek said were the, um, were, were just Trump falling out of out of his mouth for the most part. Yeah, it was Trump light. Yeah, Trump light. Um, I mean, but like, dude, I want to hear more from. I know he's a dark horse. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Tim Scott and uh, Doug Burgum. Um, you know, I, I'd love to hear, and I can read. Uh, you know, a lot of their policy, but I agree with you. I think. 
this year as our this year oh my gosh this election cycle especially um i, I want to hear i would love to hear the vps really duke it out on economics uh you know the foreign policy yeah. uh held domestic policy yeah um just because you're probably right i mean there's a not that not that a death of a president is good for for anyone but a lot higher probability of natural death during uh, their term than, you know, than previous presidents. And well, I mean, Nate Silver of five thirty eight did a. It was a statistical thing. I mean, eighty an eighty six year old man. There's an eleven percent chance that he dies that year. Uh, yeah, I mean, just 11, actuarial. 11, it's eleven percent. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's one more than one out of ten chance that the president dies, and that's that's a normal eighty six year old. That's not an eighty six year old who's the leader of the free world, and yeah. you know. That, that's that's not an 86 year old who's on call 24 7 most 86 year olds are not on call any right uh you know they they are sitting on their rocking chair yeah fishing or playing yeah. golf yeah or, or just, just playing with the grandkids read, reading a book playing with the grandkids you know yeah, playing uh, checkers going to have coffee right <laughs> you know not 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 getting up and and making policy decisions as the right. leader of the United States of America, that's that's a lot to ask. And so, well, dude, I mean, and just look at both H.W. Uh, and Obama before and after picks, and uh, you know, that's a you just see the physical toll that it takes. Yeah, you know, on and the body, and we're at a time where trust in government has been frayed. Right, it, it has. It's not. This is not good. I mean, this this is. It's it's been it's been there's just been damage done. Yeah, damage done, and there there needs to be. We need to restore it. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I I would. I told you this all along. I would really love to see a a, a sweeping of the deck and start over and, and start over with with yeah. I'd I'd, I'd love at this point. Uh, we need to do that in Jackson too. So if we're gonna do it. If we're gonna do it in DC, can I, can we also do it in Jackson? Well, we need to do it in a lot of places. The truth is, we need to do it <laughs> for whatever reason or reasons. And I guess it's always been this way. But government feels it, it feels corrupt. I mean, there was listen. I, I've got issues with Trump. I I would like for Trump to stand on the stage and defend his COVID policies. It was not Joe Biden that said two weeks to stop the the, 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 the stop the spread. No, Joe Biden wasn't president. It was Donald Trump. It wasn't Joe Biden that that did Operation Warp Speed on vaccines that didn't work and may have done a lot of damage. That was yep. Donald Trump. I I think he needs to be held accountable for that. I think there, he, he needs to be questioned on that on a stage in front of other people. I'd love to see he and Ron DeSantis debate how COVID was handled. Not to not to rewrite the history books, but what did you learn from this moving right. forward? If we had another one and Hey, look, there's all these, they won't let it go. Hey, there's a new variant mask and uh, a new, new, new vaccine is going to get recommended. And and uh, how do you feel about that? I'd love to know. Cause Trump said, not only is it going to be a great vaccine, it's going to be the greatest vaccine. It's going to be the greatest (laughs) vaccine ever. It's It's going to be be the best, the, the best vaccine that has ever been vaccined. And it wasn't. It's, it's bigly. It's big. This is the it's just. It's 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 huge. It's the hugest. It's the biggest. Huge. Yeah. yeah huge. 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 
and and it's not the case. And you know, I'd, I'd like I'd like there to be a debate about what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah. What are we going to do about Ukraine? You know, let's let's let's. I'd like for this. I'd like for this election to not be about Donald Trump's legal battles, not about J six. Yep. Well, dude, even in the COVID policy stuff, you could even talk about, hey, what did you learn about the supply chain? What yeah. did we learn about exporting? You know, so much of our capabilities to manufacture out of the country, and then those things get disrupted, and then what it does to the economy. You know, and I realized that, you know, COVID was a black swan event, you know, in a, in a normal time, it was, that was totally unexpected, but it exposed some cracks, some fissures, some yes. crevasses. Yes. Like, what did we do? What, what did we learn from that? Yes, what man. are we bringing back on shore? That is crucial to, I'm not going to say national security, meaning like our protection, but you know, where all of a sudden you couldn't get ibuprofen. Yes. Why not? Because we manufacture it here. Oh, we used to manufacture it in Puerto Rico. Well, why the hell did we let it go from Puerto Rico? I mean, a lot of things that I have questions about that, you know, we're not, people weren't dying from, you know, the supply chain issue. Our economy died from, uh, you know, from the supply chain issue. And then we pumped money, uh, you know, we pumped drugs into a shot, a huge steroid shot to bring, well, wait, what's those needles where they stick them in the heart of the like the people who've OD'd on opiates or whatnot. And it like, oh, yeah, I, I, like I from know. Pulp Fiction. Do you yeah. remember that movie? Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. That's what we had, dude. We were yeah, dead. And, yeah. And, and we've got, we've got a problem on the, on the border. We've got a problem in, in Ukraine. We've got, we've got, uh, interest rates are, 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 are super high. There's, there's yeah, a fear yeah. among young people that they won't be able to, to achieve the American dream. I, I, this, this election should be about more than, than, j6 and hunter's laptop it really should i agree yeah i mean i think we should dude i think talking about the economy um you know for the next four years is a reasonable is a reasonable debate you know talking about i mean all those things that we just talked about are quote unquote the economy like what are your plans for how do we fix these things what repairs do we do we put in place and then for inflation you know, and, and interest rates too, do, you know, we put some policies and parameters around, you know, 0% for so long, how, you know, how much of a drug that was for, and, and everyone loved it, right, while they were high, and then once, <laughs> once they came off and, you know, and they were having their, whatever the, uh, you know, back to reality after the drugs wear off. Um, you know, now that's what we're left cleaning up. We've, we've got the broken souls that we're cleaning up from the, from the drug use, drug use of 0% interest rates, because that's not healthy. We don't need to go back there either. No, no, we, we, and we need to have that conversation as a country there, there needs, it, you know, I, I say this about the NCAA is it, in college sports, the state of college sports, like college sports needs to sort of decide who it is as a country. I mean, kind of feels like, Hey, we need to have a conversation about who we are. What are we going to be right? You know, and we're never going to agree on this, but let's, let's find a little middle ground here. You know, let's, let's figure out right what we are moving forward. Right. I don't know. It just, this just, it just feels, just feels different. I don't know. We, we do this a lot and people 
I think people enjoy it for the most part because nobody nobody's really willing to willing to talk about this, you know, that that or say it the I, way we say it. Yeah, that these are two really we're not politically choices, correct. Right? W- 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 this Yeah. This this kind of it stinks. This is what you would you like a rotten banana or would you like uh um Yes, would you would you rather me poke your eyeball out or would you rather me stick the knife inside of your ear? Yeah. Which one would you like? Yeah, and it's just it's, uh neither. And, and maybe, how about, how about and, C or and D? Hey, and, and if and if one of these candidates want to prove that they're different than that, prove it. Let's Do let's it. hear you talk. Absolutely. But but, but Trump And then just, let's see you walk after you talk. Yeah, Biden hiding from the media and and Trump just doing rallies. That doesn't that doesn't do it. it doesn't answer the questions. You're just playing to your base. Everybody's yeah. playing to their bases. And look, at some point maybe they'll have to hit the campaign trail and they'll have to debate one another and it'll be it'll be electric. I mean, I I don't know anybody that wouldn't watch the Biden Trump debate. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how you'll come to a agreement on who's going to moderate that thing. Um, um, there won't be a moderation. It'll just be like what is the they'll put him in the cage and it'll be UFC World War 3 go and we'll just watch Trump just destroy Biden God would in a be, UFC match who would who would the who would the American who is who would there would be enough of a cross section of the American people who would trust to moderate that debate who would they would thought hey this person is 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 rem, is in the ballpark of fair who would that person be? I'm trying to think, is there anyone out there in media? This is the other problem. No one, no one trusts media anymore. Is there anyone in media that people go, well, yeah, he or she would they'd be pretty fair? I don't have an answer to your question. That's all I was saying. The cage match sounds I mean, we know what would happen there. It would be a bloody mess. Or they'd both just get super tired and lay down. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe they would both just take a nap and go away. Yeah, maybe. I mean, a long nap. See, <laughs> service will be at your door. Secret service will be there to get you. I don't know. It's it's it's. I've said this many times. Twenty twenty four is going to be crazy in this country, and it is. It's going to be wild. Still, this is this is this is an election people will be writing about for the longest time. And this is assuming that both of men get to the the starting line, which I still think is an assumption. I do. I think it's an assumption that they both get there. You've got Biden with obvious health issues. You've got Trump with criminal issues. I don't know what happens to a Donald Trump if he's convicted. Do they try to jail him? Would America would America vote for a convicted felon? To be president? I, I don't know. Maybe. We've never, we're, we're about to go to unch- <laughs> uncharted waters. Could he, could he pardon himself? I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Surely you can. I mean, he's a leader of the free world. He can, he could do whatever he wants to within reason, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a bad look, but who cares? He's not, he can't get reelected. Yeah. Interesting times. Um, anything else going on that you want to get to? Um, no, I mean, we, we do have, there'll be, I'm, I'll be interested to see the feds got a meeting coming up. I'll be interested to see what they do. I think, I think, I think they're going to pause 
for for this one. I thought I thought we might get a hike. I thought we might get one more. We could. I think it's 50-50 right now. And then but that'll be coming about the same time as uh, our second Republican debate. So uh, that will be interesting to just see what happens, see uh, if we actually get policy talk uh, in this debate or if it's another, uh, you know, uh, game show. Oh, I, I actually there. thought that the first debate had a good bit of policy talk. Really? Yeah, I did. I thought there was a lot of Pence and Ramaswamy just yeah, going at each other. They did do that, but like like Nikki Haley advanced yeah, the the, the abortion talk quite a bit. Yeah. And that's a that's an issue for Republicans, no matter who the, the nominee is, it's something they have to address. It's one of the re, it's one of the big reasons, I think, that uh the Republicans did not fare well in the midterms. The they got hammered on on abortion nationally. And then I think the other thing that showed up in the polling is that a lot of people are tired of the stop the steal stuff. It's another yes. reason I think Trump's a dangerous candidate. If Trump runs 2024 on, I got the election stolen from me in 2020, I don't think that works. I think he has to pivot. If, if he's the nominee, he has to pivot and say, the country was better off when I was president than it is with Joe Biden is president. You want me back. I think that's the only way he wins is to is to make that case and make it in a compelling fashion. If he yeah, runs, I think he's got a lot of foundation to make that case compelling. If he runs a revisionist campaign, I think he loses. And the Democrats very clearly believe that the only way they win against Trump is just to let it be about Trump. Yep. So he's he is gonna he will be uh, he will be the the uh the destructive or either constructive part of his own campaign yes it's just him 100 percent. all right well we'll get going there i know you got stuff to do um out on the road seeing oh, you're good we, we wanted to uh we wanted to touch base and get you guys a quick mind on my money we'll be back uh, i don't even know what the schedule is for next week i don't know what you're you're still on the road or, or what yeah, you're no no, no. I, I'll, I sh I'll be back in and hopefully i won't be uh congested and sound like i'm talking through my nose too so i think you, sound you know good. you get the sniffles now and people are looking at you like oh god man you got you wear a mask i'm like you got Shit. it yeah. yeah no <laughs> that ship sailed buddy it's sorry that ship's so long gone yep i'm gonna spread right. it yeah it's it's fascinating that's another <laughs> it, yeah it's one of the things that we've talked about a little bit is i think there was kind of I, I think there is a move afoot in some category some places to sort of try to bring it back and i think the pushback is more than what people bargained for uh yes great right, we will uh we will let it go there uh for martin cool. oh i'm neil mccready don't forget it's mypinwealth.com m-y-p-i-n-n wealth.com we'll be back next into next week with another edition of mind of my money presented by pinnacle until then take care whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.